We must show the world what a free economy can do to reduce unemployment, to put unused capacity to work, to spur new productivity, and to foster high economic growth. So when people want to succeed, I say to them, find out the dream that God has for you, and then give it your best shot. And with that, you'll be successful. We can restore our economic strength and build opportunities like none we've ever had before. All we need to begin with is faith, and that dream will come true. All we need to do is act, and the time for action is now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tandem Radio, the good news on business, where each week we seek God's guidance in our business relationships and answer your questions as we walk in integrity together. We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the program. And now, here's our host, Glenn DeLakian. Hello and welcome to Tandem Radio. I'm your host, Glenn DeLakian, along with Peter Granich, and together we hope to help you walk in integrity as you do business every day. The concept of our show is to interact with those who have questions about commerce and business. Perhaps you're an entrepreneur or want to be one, or, or you're performing at work or ministry and want to do a little better. Week to week, we'll seek God's wisdom and uh, direction and add our experience to what we uh, bring to the table and talk about uh, answers to questions that should help you succeed. We believe the Christian walk is a 24-7 journey, and the old adage of all is fair and love and war is not what Jesus directs us to do, but he wants us to take his word into our daily uh, dealings every day. Many professionals often feel pressure when trying to follow God's teaching as they do business in a secular environment. We hope to encourage you and show you how to do your best and seek our Lord's guidance every day in your professional and personal lives. We'll be opening the phones later. This is a live call-in show at 800 575-9564. You might want to jot that down, 800-575-9564. And of course, since you can listen to us live on the internet, we'll also be taking your email questions in as well. So feel free to email us at tandemradio.com. Just uh, check out our website, tandemradio.com. You can send us an email there. Today's topic uh, is about business law and liabilities. Uh, Sometimes people might see that as a dry topic, but we're going to bring in uh, two experts today that we're excited about, and they're going to bring us some new perspectives and hopefully help you in that arena. Peter, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? Well, first of all, I was a little nervous this morning, Glenn. I saw two attorneys, and I went to shake my hands. I made sure they didn't have any papers in their hands when they were shaking my hands, which was good. They didn't. But, uh, well, I do two things. One, I write a financial blog, Granditch.com, where I comment about markets, politics, social issues, and uh, matters of uh, faith. And then secondly, I am the managing partner of Trinity Financial Sports and Entertainment Management, which is a Christian-based uh, financial service company uh, based in Wall Township, New Jersey. And then the rest of the time I spend mostly in Christian ministry and in particular sports ministry, both serving on the board and active in Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and then Athletes in Action, whereupon I do uh, Bible study, chapel services, and others with the New York Giants and the New York Yankees. Two of those are uh, both our sponsors, right, for the show, and uh, we're excited to have them on board and appreciate uh, their efforts in joining us as we spread the gospel through this show. 
And uh, for my background, just a little bit for everyone, I've been in business all my life. I own several businesses and uh, do business consulting and and, uh, been involved in a lot of network efforts and uh, started a uh, a small business group in our town and and other efforts along those lines. So I've just been immersed in that area and loving the Lord and uh, uh, doing my best to uh, mature in the walk and tied the two of them together. And here we are on Tandem Radio. So we're excited to have um, our listeners in today. And again, uh, feel free to uh, tune in either on radio at the Bridge FM Network, which you know, or at the internet at www.tandemradio.com. And today, as we do each week, we uh, bracket our show with uh, Scripture. And the Scriptures for this week, Proverbs 31.8, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. You know, I know a lot of people have different uh, perspectives on attorneys, and uh, but I think that um, proverb reads very well for what attorneys do. Uh, and the other side today is Galatians 5.14. The entire law is summed up in a single command. So although we're going to talk about laws and liabilities and business and so forth, I think this is the key to how we're going to wrap our show today. Galatians 5.14. The entire law is summed up in a single command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Does that mean I have to love attorneys too? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, so we have to keep it light on the attorney banter jokes today. And uh, uh, But, uh, of course, we're going to have some fun with our guests today. Uh, before I mention our guest, Peter, I just want to also throw in one more scripture today because it's kind of a special day for us. Uh, Psalm 127.3. Sons are a heritage from the Lord. Children a, renew, uh, a reward from him. I just want to mention that, uh, as you know, uh, both my sons uh, and my godson, actually, are involved in the show and putting it together. But our producer, uh, my son, Glenn J. DeLake II, uh, has put so much effort into getting this show off the ground and, and has been the producer since we started this, before we even got on air. And this is his last show with us today. Where's he going? He's heading to Egypt uh, wow. to, to study in Cairo for the next four months. So... Uh, Dad's got a little uh, separation anxiety thing going on. I know it's all in the Lord's hands, and his God's favor is definitely on him. But uh, he's going to be out of my reach technically for the first time in uh, in his life. So next week you'll be able to tell us which is your favorite song because one won't hear, right? <laughs> well, we won't go there, but uh, maybe he'll tune in from Egypt. Uh, he can. He should be on the ground in Cairo uh, when our next show airs, and uh, maybe he'll pop up on the Internet and uh, check us out. I know I, I, I told him he's going to have to Skype and uh, come in live on the show every once in a while and give us a Middle Eastern report. So uh, we're excited about that. But talking about law and uh, business law and liabilities, anything you want to comment on, Peter, there before we bring in our guest? Well, the one thing I would say in all seriousness is, uh, with no disrespect to those ads we hear where somebody says it's so simple, you can incorporate yourself and all that type of stuff, I really think that's a huge mistake, at least what I know from years of business. I think any business that's going to be half serious or more uh, can't be done through just some internet site. Mm -hmm. I, I really think you have to engage a live personal attorney. And I think you need to find someone that, you know, specializes in that uh, area. You know, it it is ever-changing. In New Jersey, it tends to be more complicated than, say, the state of Wyoming. Right. And uh, so uh, you need somebody that's had a lot, or he or she that's had a lot of uh, practice in that area. And I just think it's a mistake when you read about people that try to do it on their own or do it through these uh, legal Internet sites. Mm. At least that's my opinion. Yeah, that's very true, and uh, you do have to be careful, and of course, choose all your advisors carefully, especially attorneys and professionals that you bring in. Um, 
Well, it's been kind of a, a, a hobby of mine or a great interest of mine. So I'm excited to have our guest here today because uh, I've been involved in on both sides of negotiations and, and been involved with negotiating with attorneys, with judges, whatever. And it's always been interesting to me. And I've always been amazed at what I've learned in those experiences from uh, not only for general business, but also specifically from the attorneys that I spend time with, both of which of the attorneys today uh, that I'm glad that uh, I know um, are both people that I've learned from. But let's talk about the judicial system real quick. Um, the judicial system was really created in the Bible, very early, actually, in the Bible. In Exodus 18.22, um, Jethro, who was Moses' father-in-law, most people know the story, told Moses that, you know, you're just doing it all yourself. You can't do it all yourself, so you need to create a system of judges. And he said, have them serve as judges for the people at all times. So the actually the creation of the judicial system, it's interesting, goes all the way back to the days of Moses, and uh, God mandated that uh, they do it that way. And of course, um, I'm sure uh, lawyers stepped up pretty quick uh, when that came about. Uh, he got the judge in place, now you need the lawyers, the advocates. But I want to open our, sh- uh, our guest segment up with um, uh, introducing our guest real quick. We have... Uh, Two here today, both Judy Amorsky, who's an attorney uh, who's in Freehold, New Jersey, and Bob Munoz. I think you're also in Freehold too, Bob? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start with uh, letting them introduce themselves and tell a little bit about. Let's start with Judy. Thank you, Glenn. Uh, I love that you brought up the scripture, the Proverbs 31, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. That's one of my favorite scriptures, and it, it's often guided me in my entire interest in law. Um, and uh, I do have a solo practice on Main Street and Freehold, and um, for me, a solo practice was a good way to go because mm. I do have a family and I have kids. So um, I did open up my own business right out of law school, which was kind of hard to do, but I found that it was um, best suiting for my needs at the time. That's great. And Bob, I think you're a little bit different, right? Well, my experience is a little different. My firm is 43 lawyers, and we have offices in Freehold and uh, Tom's River. And uh, my experience has been that I've always been with a firm and always worked with large groups of people. And, but we kind of govern ourselves the same way in terms of how we govern the way we practice law. We always try to do the best for all the people and not always what is the most expedient thing to do. So we, we basically have both ends of the spectrum here, and uh, I know there's benefits to both sides here, and, um, uh, but it's good to know that there are different types of uh, law firms out there, different sizes. I don't think size is the issue usually, uh, but it often is important to know who you're getting involved in before uh, you engage, of course. Now, we have some questions that we want to ask today. Of course, we'll have some, I'm sure we'll have some callers calling in today, but uh, let's start off with a, a general question, and Peter kind of brought it up, about incorporation. You know, you see these ads on the internet all the time, incorporate for you know $99 or whatever it is. It's crazy. And I got to tell you, I, I'll give this disclaimer. I've checked into those things. And of course, when you get into it, it's also $99 plus another $99 here plus $199 there. So often it's, it ends up to be much more expensive and you never get what you really need, I don't think. So I, I uh, applaud Peter for mentioning that. Why incorporate? Um, let's start with Judy. Judy, from your perspective, why incorporate? Well, there's all kinds of uh, businesses out there and, and there's all kinds of um like you just mentioned, ways that people can just call up and do it over the internet. But you want to you wanna make sure that you're doing it properly and that you're following uh, the legal guidelines because you really want to set a separate situation with your personal name and your personal assets mm. as opposed to your business. Everything that the business does and operates in will attach itself to the business name, and you want to keep that totally separate to protect your business as well as yourself throughout the entire process. Well, I'm amazed often how many people who are in business and they're not incorporated. Uh, Bob, what are some of the liabilities they could be exposed to if they don't take that step to incorporate? 
Well, we spend a lot of time separating the, the personal from the business because everything you do that you do personally in your business could attach to your home um, if your judgment was entered against you. So it's important to keep those things separated. So it's a form of asset protection just like you would do any kind of other asset protection. Oftentimes when we're incorporating the business, we'll do other asset protection as part of that. Now, it's not that difficult, right? I mean, I know there's, we don't have time to get into all the different corporations. There's LLCs, there's, there's partnerships, there's this, there's that. But it's really not that difficult to do, right, Bob? It's not difficult, but it's important to do it right. I think that was the point that Peter was making before. I also do litigation involving corporations and limited liability companies. And oftentimes, I, the first question I have for them is to bring in their corporate book. And nine out of ten times when they bring in their corporate book, Nothing's ever been done. Uh So they have no way of controlling what they've been doing. I've even seen cases where minority shareholders have taken over a company uh, because the proper paperwork was not prepared and the proper bylaws were not uh, adopted. It's amazing what could happen if you leave yourself exposed. Yeah, and you know, Glenn, I think it is critical to know what type of corporation you want to open. And that's why you need to talk to the attorney because what may sound simple, but once they start to understand more and more what your business is going to do, what you thought might have been the way you needed to go one type, you may need another. That's great, Peter. Well, we're coming up to a break, and uh, I want to say again, we want to thank Bob Munoz and also uh, Judy Amorsky here today, uh, both attorneys filling us in on business law and liabilities, and uh, we have a lot to talk about today. And again, if you want to call in with your questions at 800-575-9564, that's 800-575-9564. We'll be taking calls in a little while. Or, of course, if you're listening live on tandemradio.com, you can also email your questions in. We'll be back uh, in a few minutes after the break with a lot more interesting information for your business about law and business. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Currently in the U.S., we have over 8,000 FCA huddle clubs meeting on junior high, high school, and college campuses each week to help these athletes and coaches to grow in their faith. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people, and quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement. Become a member and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others. You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. 
Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. I'm your host, Glenn DeLakian, along with Peter Granich. And we have uh, two special guests in the studio today, uh, attorneys that are talking to us about business law and uh, liabilities, Bob Munoz and also uh, Judy Amorsky, both attorneys in Freehold, New Jersey. Glenn, did you notice how good they're getting along? I mean, that's, that's, that in itself was something to see. Yeah, it took a while, though, to calm them down. When yeah, they were in here you know. first, of course. But uh, you know how attorneys can be, right? Uh, but anyway, uh, the next question, we have is why do business clients come to you most often now you both have two distinctly different practices we, we talked about that let's start with Bob Bob what do you see as the most common reason business people come to you uh, most the most common reason people come to me is because they've had a problem and usually it's the result of uh, not having properly planned um, there's a problem with uh, someone who's in the business who's an owner or a partner and uh, they're having difficulties the other most common uh, reason they come to see us is Every business has generally has an office, so a lot of times we deal with lease problems mm, for, okay. for businesses. So that's the most reason, the most often, the reason they come to see us. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because um, I've been involved in, in several mergers and acquisitions and sold a few companies myself and so forth. And one of the things I found is people who consulted their attorneys early in the process. Uh, usually avoided a lot of pitfalls where if they waited till the problem arose, that's when they had a real fire flare up. How about you, Judy? Uh, what do you think, what do you see as your clients, business clients, the most common uh, thing they come to you for? Well, two things. First, I, I think they want to really structure everything properly and make sure that they're starting out legally, uh, correctly, and what they want to do in their business. Uh, the second thing, obviously, is uh, disputes that they have either with other businesses that they're working with or employees or, as Bob said, with their, their buildings, their mm. rent. Uh, I love the scripture that says settle your matters on the way to court right. because oftentimes, of course, there's two sides to every story and the, the problems that businesses can get in generally often end up settled best on the way to court. I, I think that's a good motto to live by. Yeah, that was a good mention. My father always said there was three sides to every story. There's the, your side, <laughs> my side, and somewhere in the middle is the truth. You, you got to like an attorney that's not looking forward to going to a lawsuit. Judy, I got to commend you. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard. It's true. There is three sides to every story. And, and in business, you know, things can get very difficult and complicated. So you want to make sure that the business comes out uh, with the least amount of loss and, and if that means settling it, then then sometimes that's better. Mm, yeah, I hear you. You know, it, it's funny that neither one of you uh, in today's economy mentioned collections. Maybe that's not your forte, but um, but it's it's interesting because Peter obviously does his segment in the show, and the third part of our show he'll do his segment on the economy. And we all know as business owners um, how what the struggles are out there. And and um, you're both attorneys, but you're also both business owners. And uh, is that is that becoming more and more common today? I think that I have a lot of people who are coming to me now who are having contract problems or having difficulty making their bills. Mm. And as a result, we're looking at, at doing some form of restructuring. Um, so that's pretty common. There is someone else in my office who does that, uh, the collection work. 
but I often have to deal with clients who have to negotiate some re- uh, some reconfiguration of what they're doing and how they're doing it, maybe even negotiate with a landlord or someone else to try and get them some breathing room. Now, Judy, have you seen like collection efforts or collection form, the way they people go out and actually try to collect their receivables change at all in the last couple of years because of the economy? Well, yes, I have. Actually, I find that uh, basically it's becoming more difficult to collect and to actually uh, see a result at the end. And oftentimes businesses are putting out so much money either in uh, just trying to get it collected themselves or through attorney's fees that it sometimes becomes unproductive to even go after the amounts that are due. And that in this, especially in the economy now, that becomes extremely difficult for business owners. Right. I mean, I guess when they go to collect, they really have to give some thought into, you know, what the return is as opposed to just saying, jumping right in and saying, here, take this receivable and go out and collect it. Plus the fact, you know, from a business perspective, you you really are concerned that when you um, go and put a customer to collection, you actually end the relationship too, typically. So uh, that's something you have to weigh out as a business owner. Glenn, one of the things you hear, uh, and I heard it throughout the years, I'm curious, I guess, uh, what state to incorporate? Like some people may be working in New Jersey, but you hear they incorporated in Delaware for a certain reason or another. I was wondering if our guests can comment on that. Sure, Bob. Um, we, we often incorporate uh, companies in Delaware. The reason for that is Delaware has a very established um, case law and, and statutory system for dealing with corporations that are very corporate friendly. And as a result, that's why we often look to, to Delaware. Otherwise, we pretty much use the New Jersey statutes. They're, they're pretty typical, um, but Delaware is sometimes utilized when you're going to do business in more than one state. And Bob, that means even if you, your business is in New Jersey, but you can still incorporate in Delaware? Yes. You just have to then register in New Jersey to do business in New Jersey. Mm, interesting. Well, I know, you know some states are, are more um, um, receptive, I guess, or, or more flexible in the laws. And I know I've seen different situations as well where Delaware versus New Jersey or other states. Uh, but New Jersey, believe it or not, I think in that area, I could be wrong, but I think in that area from incorporation, they're not as bad as some states, right? I mean, there's some states that are really just worse. That's true. Yeah. That's correct. Um, the next question we have is that we wanted to go over was government regulations and laws. Obviously, the government makes a decision on something, and uh, I know everybody in the room is smiling and twinging, but uh, um, sometimes the government makes, I shouldn't say sometimes, they make laws that impact businesses. And a lot of times, I have to say, small businesses especially don't recognize uh, what those impacts are going to be until usually it's too late. You know, they, they really, uh, and, and maybe we have a guest coming on in a couple of weeks. She's an assemblywoman who wrote a book about how to lobby even if you're a small business owner, which is very exciting. And I'm inter- I'm, I'm, I can't wait till that show because it, it's going to talk about how business owners can make a difference. But what about regs and laws coming on? Do you see anything that's changed in the last few months or, or a year that could have a big impact on small to medium-sized businesses? You want to start that off, Judy? Sure. Well, um, uh, some of the things that have come up in my practice is the um, the the new health care plan. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I've had one, a few business owners who were actually not able to start the business that they wanted because they were looking at that as part of a risk uh, that they would have to factor in. Oh, really? It went that far that they decided not to open a business? Yeah, they, unfortunately wow. it did. And I, I guess, you know, it really only affects those who fall within the requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did, in fact. And that's something that would certainly have to be considered as far as, far as an expense and how many employees you want to 
have and you know what's that going to cost and what the ultimate profit will be. Sure. That's a great point. Bob, did you have something in mind? Yeah, I have two things in mind. One, the first one is I had a, a client come in this past couple weeks and we were talking about incorporating his business. And uh, one of the things I mentioned to him is, is it possible that there's licensing that he needed? And he actually checked into it and wasn't aware that he needed licensing, and there was some licensing he had to comply with. Oh, wow. Now, he can comply with it, but it came up as a topic mm. of our discussion. So that's another good reason to speak with a lawyer who might say, you know, look, you might have this idea uh, that you have to look at. But uh, the most difficult area, I think, for most small business people are the environmental laws, because they could easily have a small business, like a dry cleaner, right. that's highly regulated. And as a result, trying to even close down the business after they've failed becomes a problem because they have laws that they have to comply with just to close their business. Right. Go ahead. Peter, did you have something? Yep. I, I don't know if either I guess can answer it, but I've been hearing a lot based on the new health care package that was passed that somehow so many things like, yeah, I have a very small business, I'm going to have to 1099 people. Like if I write something, like things I pay for now that I don't normally pay for and so forth and so on. Bob, do you have any knowledge of what this is all about? I think we're all still sorting out all of that. We have a we have some time to do that, but it's going to be more difficult, and and keeping track of paperwork is going to be more difficult. Yeah, I think Bob, I think you even went down to and addressed Congress at one point, right? Uh, not too long ago, and I, w I wanted to talk about that. Give me a nod if that's the case. Uh, uh, yeah, but it was a while back. <laughs> okay, but uh, uh, so we have some real experts in in the studio today on law and liabilities, and we're going to come back to them in this in the next segment of the show. I do have a phone call coming in though from uh, a friend of mine. That's uh, I'm, I'm not sure where he is today, but maybe he'll share. Uh, George, are you there? And we got we have George on the line. How are you? Good, George. How you doing? Wonderful, 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 as always. How now, are you, gentlemen? Great. Now, you're you're a man that's on the road all the time. Where are you calling from today? Um, Maryland, right now. Oh, okay. Well, Right now, anyway. <laughs> well, you must be tuned in on uh, TandemRadio.com. Listen in. I'm glad you took some time to call. I know, George, we had a meeting yesterday, and you were telling me about a couple of exciting events you had coming on, and uh, coming up, actually, and I thought uh, maybe you'd share with us about this week's event, I think Thursday, and then I think you have one in September. Um, maybe you could take a second and just share with us what you're up to. Well, uh, coming up on S September 17th is probably the, I, I would say it's the most important event for New Jersey, Philadelphia, and New York in a very long time. It's called the Tristan's Playground Gala. It's um, it's it's for the the mission of the to the Tristan Shropshire Foundation, the PMS Foundation. They're they're raising money to build playgrounds all across the New York, Jersey, New Jersey, Philadelphia corridor, and actually in the Delaware, um, for for playgrounds that children with disabilities can also enjoy. That's the Tristan's Playground Gala. Mm, okay. And then, and then coming up on October 9th, um, just like the Tristan's Playground Gala, we're honored to be a part of um, an event that is, is uh, history-making. It's called the Out of the Rubble Gala. It's in Ithaca, New York, at Cornell University. It's the single largest thank you and support event for the troops and the 9-11 responders since the... the, the um, in the, in, since 9-11 in the history of the nation, 3,500 people, dignitary celebrities, all raising money to build a huge rehab facility for a nonprofit called Liberty Lodge up in, uh, out, just outside of Ithaca, New York. So, And then we've got events coming all the way through December of 2011. So these are the most, most important that are coming up right now, in fact. 
Now, we also have one I know Peter's involved uh, will be at, I'll, I, and some of us will be there as well this coming Thursday. Um, the Peter, I think that's the 19th, right, this, yes. this Thursday? Why don't you tell us about the Feel Good Foundation? Well, the Feel Good well, Foundation, oh, do you want George? George, can you comment on that? Yeah, yes, I can. Um, Please. John Feel, John Feel, he is the, he, he's the president and the founder of the Feel Good Foundation. He's having an event in Central Jersey. Um, raising money for the Feel Good Foundation because right now John and all the 9-11 first responders are in the, the fight of their life against the, the government and they're, they're fighting for the, for the United States government to take care of all those who took care of us during 9-11. Um, he's been battling you know, every day with, with Congress and uh, they're having a fundraiser that myself, Pete Menges, who's my uh, New Jersey, New York, the tri-state consultant, um, we'll all be there, and we're throwing as much support as we humanly possible. And we have a surprise for everybody that's coming, too, as well. So. Well, well, that's great, George. And, and we're going into a hard break, so I appreciate you calling in this morning. And uh, what we're going to do is have a link uh, to uh, your websites about those events on our website, TandemRadio.com. And uh, just to mention also, we'll also have links where you can reach Bob and also uh, Judy, our guest today, um, uh, in the studio uh, with on our website at TandemRadio.com. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after. To this break and thanks for calling in george when potential clients google your business name or what you do do you come up in the top five if not someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities search engines like google and others are becoming more important to generating new business with more people tuning out traditional advertising search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer you can be found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget we offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options for more on you can be found please click the link at tandemradio.com You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people, and quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement, become a member, and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others. There are times in life when everyone needs a caring attorney they can trust. As your lawyer, I will always treat you with the utmost respect, honesty, and care when representing your legal needs. The Law Office of Judith Amorsky handles criminal, municipal, civil, and family matters, business needs, real estate, and estate planning. I also handle debt reduction and bankruptcies. To make an appointment or to speak with me directly, call Judy Amorsky at 732-683-1227 or follow the link to my website at tandemradio.com. 
Well, w- welcome back to Tandem Radio. We're excited to be on the air with our special guest today. And I just want to thank all our sponsors. Uh, as you've been listening to the spots at the break, we do appreciate it. And uh, we're excited that uh, we have new sponsors coming up as well. And uh, you, if you want an opportunity to get involved in this show from that perspective, feel free to go to tandemradio.com and uh, check out what we have going on. Uh, we have another caller coming up in a few minutes and some other things going on that are exciting about the show today. So jot down this number, 800 575 that's 800-575-9564. Lots going on today. We'll do the best we can to get to your questions. Uh, but now one of our features um, is Peter Grandich and his economic segment. Peter? Right. And, Glenn, before I do, I just want to uh, follow up on that uh, August 19th event we were referring to. Uh, John Field is my hero. I have to tell you, I've been blessed to be around a lot of athletes in a few minutes. We're going to be speaking to my all-time hero. But uh, despite all that, John Field and the Feel Good Foundation are really an American uh, hero story in the midst of the biggest, I think, debacle in American history, and that has been the mistreatment of the 9-11 first responders. And this Thursday night uh, in Keyport, uh, we are holding a benefit to raise funds for them. We're really in the, the 11th hour of this fight trying to get this bill across the line. Uh, we all know what happened a few weeks ago. And... Uh, the event uh, can be found, more information, feelgoodfoundation.com, and that's F-E-A-L, goodfoundation.com. And I just want to note uh, two special guests, uh, New York Ranger fan favorite Nick Fatiu, and certainly the, the best NFL 12th man, uh, Fire to be there. And I'm going to try to hopefully convince our guests that we're going to have it on a few minutes on radio to show up too. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd like to make note of that again. Uh, and also, you can just email us at Tandem Radio, and yes. we'll send you out the information as well uh, regarding this event. So uh, let me give a brief uh, look at the market since I took some time to talk about this event. Nothing's really changed other than this past week on my blog, which is uh, com. I noted that the stock market now has come in a very uh, technically weak uh, point. There's a good chance that we can have a substantial retreat. I suspect it may not happen until after Labor Day. The main reasons, obviously, is the economy continues to weaken, uh, but also there's going to be more concentration on the upcoming November elections, which I have talked about for over a year, where I think many incumbents, not just Democrats, but incumbents in general, are going to lose their seat, and I think the market is starting to focus on that. Uh, the other markets I follow, obviously, uh, is the U.S. dollar. We are in the midst of a little rebound, but we suspect that as we get into 2011, that's going to weaken. And one of the things, and you know, Glenn, you might want to comment on this. You know, this past week, the Fed made an announcement, uh, which many people now view as pushing on the string, that they've literally gotten to the point that the Fed really can't have any more influence. It can right. only ease so much. We saw Japan do it, and for 20 years, their mirror. And uh, the great concern among everybody, and especially in the small business community, is I don't see the rebound. Right. I well, mean, do you see the rebound? No, I don't at all. And it's amazing because what's interesting, you, as you know, I was president of a business association for quite a while, so I interact and network with a lot of business owners. I'm not hearing it. You know, the the as we talked about in our first show when we had all the politicians on, um, the Main Street is not feeling it. And I can't believe you're hearing all these little tidbits in the media. They don't mean anything to Main Street. It's incredible because the average business owner is just not feeling that upswing. And just to close on that, this segment, and that's been my pet peeve. You know, I've spoken about this. I My argument has been that this so-called uh, recovery was not concentrated to the small business person, Glenn. 
we, right. I, we, I've talked to you this. I said that the money wasn't being put it where it needs. Small business is the backbone of our economy. I agree with that. And they are just being choked to death. And truly, until there's a recovery there, you are not going to see an economic rebound of any size. That's exactly right. And one of our largest sponsors, you know, Turn US Around, that's what they're all about. And uh, it's true. They, the small business owner does not get enough focus. And I think that's why we started this show, so that the small to medium-sized business owner will get some attention. And uh, we hope uh, that all that are listening today would tell their friends and tell others to listen. And hopefully we can impact uh, the economy in a, in a huge way by turning it around, with uh, starting with the small business. Thanks, Peter. Your segment's always helpful, and I know many people comment on it. We're going to get back to our guests today. We have Bob Munoz and also Judy Amorsky, both attorneys who have offices in Freehold, New Jersey. And you can, again, I just want to mention at tandemradio.com, there are links uh, that will be listed for Bob and also for Judy. And uh, you can always go to our website and click on and get further information about them. Getting can I back- just say one thing? Sure. Judy is much better looking than Bob. <laughs> That's why radio is so great. Right there you go. <laughs> I, I was going to actually, I was going to actually put Judy on the spot and ask her if that makes a difference in the courtroom, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to make her. It does uh, here. <laughs> it does here for sure. Well, we appreciate that, and um, maybe that's why your face is front and center on your website, Judy. You know, but um, the next question I want to touch on is. What's the most common uh, legal issue you deal with for a business owner? Uh, We talked about before why people come to you and and what are some of the problems uh, that they come to you for. But from a a real, you know, brass brass tacks, what is actual legal issues that pop up most often in your practice for a business owner? Judy? Well, I represent a lot of general contractors and subcontractors. And uh, right now, the, the biggest thing I see affecting businesses is the uh, at least for some of my clients, is with the real estate um, fall, uh, basically they, they're both in situations where there is just no money available. As long as home sales are down, uh, neither party is able to uh, function in their business, either the general contractor or the subcontractor. And it it's presents a really challenging situation for both of them, which ultimately until home sales start picking up again, um, doesn't seem to end. Uh, I do notice that when both businesses are properly uh, formed, they are protected in the law. And, and that's good, but when they're fighting against each other, it's also it also means that until there's relief in the economy, there's not going to be relief at all. Right, I hear you. And Bob? I think the panic phone call we get most often is when there's an employee problem. Um, there'll be a a claim of an employee with sexual harassment or some other employee problem. They tend to be emergent and we have to get somebody on them right away. We have a a couple lawyers in our office who handle employment issues and generally I refer them to them, but oftentimes those are, those are big problems. So we have to do, talking about the other stuff we were doing about preventive kind of things. The other thing we do for preventive, uh, care for our clients is to suggest proper employee manuals and, and important policies that they have in place and that they stick with those policies. And that means not only protecting the employee from another employee, but sometimes that's protecting the employee from a customer or protecting a customer from an employee. So it gets very complicated, and there's a lot of liability and pitfalls for clients out there. And oftentimes, we get those calls when the, when the problem is, uh, has become emergent. Well, that's a great point, Bob. I, I want to make an observation there because so many small business owners don't have employee agreements or standard operating procedures in place. And when, um, you know, push comes to shove, 
they don't have anything to fall back on. It's he said, she said, you said. And I think in a contract agreement where somebody's ambiguous, um, they, it, the, they're they really at the short end of the stick. So I think if an employer doesn't have, at least in what I've seen, if an employer doesn't have a, a clear employee agreement, a clear SOP, they're really at the mercy of the employee's interpretation when it comes to the legal matter, right? That's correct. Yeah. So if we can give anybody a tip out there today, any business owner, if, if you're a small or even medium sized business owner, if you haven't taken the time, uh, I know you're probably thinking right now, oh, there's another thing I got to do. But if you haven't taken the time, uh, do some research, get yourself a basic employee agreement uh, and get your employees to sign it. And, um, uh, you know, it might tell you a lot about your employees if they don't want to sign it, but uh, get them to sign it, get yourself an SOP in place. Uh, so that way, when there is issues about uh, sick days and leave time and pay raise, and all that type of thing, then we can uh, we have some basis to go on. And, and if your attorney does have to get involved, at least you give them something to work with, right? Could I just add one thing? Sure. Um, on, the, on the agreements, you have to be very careful with those too because employees in New Jersey are employees at will and you don't want to change them to contract employees. So you have to be very careful. You can have them sign something, but you have to make sure how it's worded so you don't make them contract employees, and then you'll have more uh, problems on your hands. Mm. Good point. Judy? Also, business owners want to keep in mind that they want to take proactive steps in looking over their policies before there's an issue. As Bob said, that's the most important thing they can do, even having an attorney review the policies to make sure that they're going to be able to protect themselves in the event of a problem. Mm. Great point. Great point. Um, another thing that pops up often, and, and I've discussed this even with some of my businesses, is the issue of non not-for-profit businesses. Um, I think it's 5013C or something, and, and you know companies decide. And, and what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of these organizations that we see as charities or non-for-profits, they're really run like a business, and, and there are is often as many legal issues with those as, as, as a, a for-profit company. And uh, I think people take for granted that when they see the label non-profit, a lot of things don't don't apply. Bob, in your experience, not for profits, what, what, what's your thoughts? Well, it's not just 501c3s. That's the charitable organizations. Okay. Not, not for profit organizations could be other types of organizations. For example, I was past chairman of the Western Monmouth Chamber of Commerce, and that's a 501c, I think it's seven organization, which is it's not a charity, but it's a not for profit organization. Mm -hmm. And not for profit organizations have to be very careful because they become the object of audit by the IRS. Uh, recently because that's an area that the IRS has been looking at. So when you're a 501c3, that's that's a charity. So you want to be careful which you qualify under, and 501c3s require certain rulings from, I, from the IRS before you qualify. So an organization like the one I helped to start in Colsec, Colsec Business Association, that would be more of a 501c7? Or six, one or of those six, other, somewhere one like of those that. other and, and so it's not a charity, but it's a not-for-profit. But the actual um, uh, charities would be a 501c3, and, and they're run differently, right? Mm -hmm. Great. Judy, do you have something real quick that you want to comment on not-for-profits? Yeah, just on not-for-profits, uh, as far as the religious-based not-for-profits, they often deal with a lot of the same issues because they are in buildings and they do have uh, either leases or they're renting or they own and they have a lot of the same issues. Um, and I find that a lot of uh, complications come in when they're trying to uh, r mix the religious world with the legal world, and that can often present a lot of moral issues for them which have to be worked out 
in, in the legal realm and in the moral realm. Right. So even the pastors and sometimes the elders should be uh, consulting their attorneys and making sure they're on the right track. Uh, we've seen a lot of uh, church entities uh, get themselves in trouble often uh, by making uh, mistakes that they could have avoided if they had had the right advice. Now, a church, just real quick, because we're coming up on a break, uh, but churches, I think, even have a, a an extra layer of exemptions as far as filings and all that type of stuff. And I, I know you're not accountants. I don't want to go in that direction. But churches are even a kind of a unique uh, within the 501 charity uh, segment as well. Any thoughts on that? Well, if you have a if you have a religious organization, it's easier to qualify than it is with other types of organizations. Great. Well, we're here again with Bob Munoz and Judy Amorsky, both attorneys uh, with answers to questions that I know business owners need to have. And we'll be back on Tandem Radio Live right after the break with another special guest. So stay tuned. Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. In 1956, 256 high school students went to the very first FCA camp in Estes Park, Colorado. Last summer, we had over 48,000 athletes and coaches attend FCA camps all over the country. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people, and quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement. Become a member and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others. You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. We're excited to be here with you every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Myself, Glenn DeLake, and your host, and uh, along with Peter Grandich, we'll be here giving you uh, all we can about business to help encourage small to medium-sized business owners and those of you who are involved in business uh, to move forward in God's light. And, of course, our scriptures today are from Proverbs 31, 8, and also Galatians 5, 14. We'll go over those again in a little bit, but uh, we're up to a, another special segment in the show. Boy, we have a busy show today, Peter, and I know you have someone special you want to introduce and bring on the show with you today. 
Well, thank you, Glenn. Uh, you know, I've done thousands of interviews, and I've interviewed a lot of people. And it, you call me up tonight and say, look, you got to go on Larry King and debate the president. And I go up there with no notes. But uh, this little talk's a little bit difficult for me because the person I'm about to introduce not only proved to me there's a God because I got to meet him, but the fact that he still wants anything to do with me after he met me, which has uh, certainly been a godly issue. I am uh, about to interview who I believe is the most underrated NFL player there ever was because he's not in the Hall of Fame, although a lot of articles of late have been written about that as well. I'm going to, in a moment, introduce Joe Klecko, who this Monday night the New York Jets are honoring along with uh, Joe Namath, Don Maynard, Curtis Martin, and Winston Hill, and I believe we Eubank at the first ever game to be played, professional football game, in the new stadium at the Meadowlands. Uh, Joe Klecko, for anybody that doesn't know who he was, uh, he was part of the infamous uh, sack exchange uh, in 1981 before they started keeping records for good. He had 20 and a half sacks. He was the NFL player of the year. And really the most reason for him to be in the Hall of Fame is the fact that he's the only defensive player and was the first player ever to go to the Pro Bowl in three different positions. But uh, he's been honored. His, num his uh, number has been retired by the Jets. He's being honored Monday, and I'm very honored. Uh, that he would take a few minutes to join us. Joe, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Peter. Well, thank you, Joe, for being there. Uh, Joe, uh, what does this mean to you come Monday night? Uh, you know, what is it? How do you feel about this? You know, your numbers retired, and now they're coming back and on you in this ring of fire. Well, honestly, the greatest thing about it is they remember. You know what I mean? It's um, twenty some year, years removed from the game now, and uh, it's awesome to be recognized by the organization in such a you know memorable manner to think that I was one of the top four or five people in, in this organization that they think that much of. And, uh, you know, as it sits there with my jersey being retired and entering the ring of honor like that, you know, it's it's infamy. My grandchildren will see it and everybody forever will be a New York Jets fan forever will be able to see my name up there. Well, it's still hard for me as a fan to think of you as a grandpa, but you are recently <laughs> twice. Uh, but, uh, You've been blessed. You've lived, in a sense, two lives. You have two sets of children. We know uh, you can explain, but one child is still playing in the NFL. Tell us a little bit about what that's meant, especially now, because the younger kids have not seen you play, uh, unlike their brother. Well, you know, Danny and Michael are my two oldest. I have five children. Danny and Michael are my oldest, and uh, I have uh, Gabrielle, Joshua, and Mary-Kate, which are my second generation of athletes coming along. And uh, Danny plays with the Atlanta Falcons now. He has had the opportunity to play on three Super Bowl championship teams. He carries three rings in his hand, which is a very sore spot with Daddy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I never got a sniff at it. And But I guess if there's anybody you would ever want to have the opportunity to play in the Super Bowl, if you did not, is your son. And uh, we're very proud of Danny. He's, it's his seventh year in the league now. He's well, been with the, the Patriots, the Eagles. And with uh, Indianapolis, and uh, now he's with the Atlanta Falcons. Well, I think one of the reasons you get the sniff is they wet that field down in Miami, but that's another time we'll <laughs> discuss that. Uh, you know, one before I let you go, Joe, as much as uh, we'll joke around and Josh about, and, and you know how much I think of your football playing, which really come in your life is, is your faith. And, uh, you know, you got a new general manager that you've allowed to uh, run with your life now. Her, her name is Deborah. And yes, you've literally sure. made. She is my general manager. Yeah, but you've literally made the owner of your life Jesus. And, you know, talk to people because everybody thinks Joe Klecko, rough and tough, knocking. But just tell a little bit about how Jesus has played a, life, a role in your life now, Joe. 
Well, the thing about it is, is a lot of people who, you know, think they've got it all all under control and they've got it made, which I did, and you know, I I had all the all the dollars and all the connections and everything like that, and you know, I was humbleized and taken to my knees, you know, and uh, in that sense, you know, you have to look for someone that can really help you, and there really is only one person out there that can help you. And, and I know there's a lot of people that think it'd be rhetoric or whatever, but, you know, when you turn your life over to God, there's there's only one good thing that can happen, and it's all good, because mm. he doesn't Fair have so. anything bad for you. And my life totally turned around. I mean, of course, Peter knows me well and, and understands my whole testimony of how the Lord has played a tremendous part in my life, and I just, I live my whole life with divine providence. Divine providence is what is God's will for you, and I follow it. He puts things in my path every day that hopefully I make the right decisions with, and so far he's guided me pretty well. And uh, with him and my new general manager, my wife Deborah, who is just an absolute saint, I uh, I often talk about sending her right to heaven because uh, by putting up with me for all these years, she has to. But uh, for me... I don't. I, my morning doesn't doesn't start, and my day doesn't end without conversation with the Lord, and that's the way it stays in my life. Amen, Joe. Joe, I know this is Glenn. I know uh, we become friends through Peter, and uh, turns out we happen to be neighbors as well. Um, I just want to mention one thing because I, I, I'm very excited for you and excited about Monday night. But I have to mention I'm a movie buff, and I know you've been in a couple of movies, and uh, I can't help but uh, think about your role in Cannonball Run and and some of the other things you played. Just curious, any last uh, couple of thoughts that you had about uh, in the movies? Was it a fun thing for you? I'm a thriving thespian. I'm just out there. I'm just waiting for my next call from Burt Reynolds. But I don't think people know he exists anymore. <laughs> you know, I had the greatest time doing a movie. You know, when I first got the call, I couldn't believe it. I got the call. And then I did three movies with him. And, uh, you know, uh, just being on a set with, you know, uh, great actors, you know, like uh, Dom DeLuise, God rest his soul, Burt, of course, and, you know, Roger Moore, and uh, Jamie Farr I became very good friends with. And uh, to be involved with these guys, and they see them on TV, you know, like football also, but uh, one of the greatest stars I made friends with when I was doing Cannonball Run was Dean Martin. Oh, and, really? Uh, you know, everybody talked about him. And every morning I would get up at 6 and go work out, and I'd be back, and they had a truck there we'd eat at. And Dean Martin would meet me every morning for breakfast because he was one of the only guys that would get up that early. And uh really was a tremendous time for me. Acting is, you know... It, it wasn't my mainstay, no doubt. Uh, I remember I was going to take lessons, and the guy told me, he said, do you play football? You're real good at it. I said, yeah. He goes, I think you ought to like, stick with your day job. <laughs> now, it's funny yeah. you say that, Joe, because I know I'm separated by this mic because I was going to tell you I know you well, and I've seen you act, and I was going to tell you keep your day job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I'm a realist. you know, And I, I enjoyed it, though. Boy, what a great time. Well, and Joe. all the people we met. God bless you. Best wishes for Monday night, and the family I know will be around there with you, and I'm getting along to tag along. And just God bless you for not for being so much Joe Kleck or the football player, but Joe Kleck and the Christian warrior now is willing to go out and give his testimony. Thanks again, Joe. All right, Pete. Thanks, Glenn. God Take bless. care of him, will you?
Thank you, Joe. I appreciate that. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we're excited that uh, Joe was able to join us. And I know we'll hear from him again in the future. And we wish you all the best. And uh, we're here at Tandem Radio Live. And uh, hopefully you've had a chance to check out our website. And uh, we've had a busy show today. So I apologize for the callers that we couldn't get to today. But we're with our guest, uh, Judy Amorsky, who's an attorney in Freehold. And also Bob Munoz, who has his firm in Freehold as well. And um, any closing thoughts that Judy or, or Bob, you want to jump in on? I know one of the big things I want to get across to uh, business owners today, it's better sooner than later. And if you haven't talked to your attorney about some of these things that we've discussed today, pick up that phone. If you need an attorney, of course, you could find their links on our website. Um, but anything you want to close with? Well, this was wonderful, Glenn. I just want to say that um, business owners who are looking to get into uh, their own uh, business and start should really do it. I find that once once they do it, they are happy and they don't realize how easy it is. And and they're they. I just want to encourage business owners to go ahead and do it. Great, Bob. I just want to thank you for having me here today. I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, my comment to my clients is very simple: pay me now or pay me later. <laughs> so and later is always much more expensive. Right, and I guess the pay me is the key words there. But uh, <laughs> no, but it's true. You're right, and and I'm glad you mentioned that because business owners do have to hear the practical perspective. Again, our uh, scriptures today were uh, Proverbs 31:8. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. And I really feel that, uh, especially uh, attorneys who are believers like you guys are and faithful, uh, that that's what you do. You really speak up for people who can't, especially in our court system today. And of course. The most important law, Galatians 5.14, the entire law is summed up in a single command, love your neighbor as yourself. And again, I want to give a special farewell to my son, Glenn Jay II, because uh, he's heading out to Cairo next week, and he's been our producer all summer long, and has put a lot of work and effort into this show, and we really appreciate all his efforts. Uh, we pray God's travel mercies to him, and uh, look forward to seeing you all, or hear, having you all listen in next week and every Saturday at 11 a.m. till 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, either live on the Bridge FM network or on the TandemRadio.com website. God bless you all. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time here at the Good News on Business. You've been listening to the Good News on Business, a Tandem Radio live broadcast heard here on the Bridge FM Radio Network and streaming at TandemRadio.com. Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and call us and email us with your questions because we'd love to hear from you. You can also visit our website for the latest blogs from Peter and Glenn, along with other information about upcoming guests, events, and business opportunities. I'm Kevin Reeves, and from everyone at Tandem Radio, we hope that you have a blessed week. And remember, walk with the Lord every day in every way.